Welcome to Being Better Podcast, where we explore the things that make us happier, wiser, and more productive beings. Hi, my name is Julia, and I am your host. Every week, I take a concept, a technique, or a story to learn how it can make us better. I hope that this show can help you become the person you've always wanted to be. So here we go. and welcome back or welcome to being better podcast i am very happy you're here and i hope you are having a lovely day you know at the beginning of the show i usually talk about how i've been doing the past week just so you guys get to know me a little bit better and have a better understanding of where i come from when i talk about my struggles and my successes in life and the thing is i post these episodes on thursdays and the week that i'm talking about at the beginning of this podcast is usually um, from wednesday to wednesday or or thursday to thursday um and it's honestly really weird for me to talk about this kind of week i i have no idea why like i cannot think of what I have done the past week because it contains a couple of days from like the previous week and then also the beginning of the new week and sometimes I get I think I get kind of lost in what I have done so I guess this is my <laughs> kind of struggle the podcaster struggle I know it's completely completely unrelatable and irrelevant but I just thought I'd share um but wait let me think of what I actually have done since uh, the past Wednesday. Oh, I recorded an episode with Kat, um, who was the first guest on this show. And that episode will be up on her podcast probably by the time you listen to this episode. So you can go check that out. Um, we talked about self-awareness and being more gentle to yourself. I really like that conversation because um, Kat was going through a little bit of a rough time and I was happy to help and I was happy to share uh, my knowledge uh, whatever knowledge I had on this topic and I am just I love when creators are being vulnerable with their audience and it was it resulted in a very interesting conversation that I think is not common out there um, with podcasters because you know that we, we don't always feel great, it's not always perfect, and we are not perfect people, and sometimes we do struggle, and how do we, what do we do when we struggle with self-awareness and happiness, and just being more gentle to yourself. Anyway, that will be probably attached in the show notes if you are interested. I also had a lot of, like, assignments uh, to do, but that's the default of a student's life, I guess. But of the more interesting things I did was probably that I reached out and emailed a lot of great creators and guests and, and the guest list is getting bigger, which I love. And there are so many amazing people that are coming on the show in the next couple of weeks. So I'm very excited for that. But, you know, let's end this random ramble and move on to the main topic of this episode, which is going to be a book titled Tao Te Ching. The title Tao Te Ching can be roughly translatable as the book of the way and virtue and it is a classic Chinese text 
And according to tradition, it was written around the year 600 before the Common Era by the Taoist sage Laozi or Lao Tzu, which it's it just means old master, a record keeper. He was a record keeper at the Zhu Dynasty court. However, the text authenticity, authorship, and the date of composition is uh, still debated. So people think it's lousy, but it might be someone else. The book is a compilation of maxims sharing similar themes about how we should live our lives in the way of the Tao. The book is made up of 81 chapters, I think, and in each the author gives advice on how to be more virtuous and the legend says that it was written for a ruler from the Zhu dynasty. Uh, the fundamentals of Tao Te Ching are based on the Taoist philosophy and if you don't know, Taoism is a way of living with principles such as moderation, compassion, minimalism, mindfulness and clarity. It has been developed in ancient China and it's a part of its folklore. It is necessary for me to emphasize that Taoism is not a belief-centered religion and there are no known Taoist creeds. At the base of this philosophy is the idea of living in harmony with the Tao. And in Taoism, the Tao is the source, the pattern and the substance of everything that exists. It is very hard to explain the meaning of Tao because it has so many. The direct translation is the way or the path. But from my understanding, which can be completely wrong by the way, but from my understanding, the Tao is the life itself. It's the energy that makes us breathe, makes the plants grow and lets generations after generations be born. I found someone recommending this book online and I thought it might be an interesting read uh, because I'm interested in meditation and the mindfulness practice is a big part of Taoism. So I just thought I uh, might like it. So I bought it on my Kindle and man, I was not disappointed. Like I said last week in the previous episode, it came exactly there in the right moment as... Uh, I had a lot of work to do and I didn't feel great um, this week ago or two and I just felt, for lack of a better word, I just felt uninspired. I'm usually pretty excited while going through my day and about everything and about my work and just my life but of course that's not always the case and last week I just didn't feel that inspired by my work and my workouts and even my meditation and that's when this book came in and it was like a bucket of cold water but in a very positive sense of that word it made me have a fresh perspective of how much I have and also what truly matters but I have to say that I did not understand all of the concepts in this book because it is filled with so much wisdom and I'm sure I couldn't comprehend a lot of that knowledge and and for sure not by the first time that I read it. There are just so many concepts and ideas that I'm sure that I will learn something new each time I will come back to reading this book which I'm probably going to do uh, so many times because this is the kind of book that you get a little bit when you read it the first time and then each time you come back to it you 
you understand new things that you didn't understand before. In this book, there are just so many explanations about the universe, about what matters, about the Tao, um, which are really hard to comprehend. Even if you are, you know, a monk, I think it's something that takes a lot of thinking and meditating on. So, yeah, I, I will talk about what I've learned from this book, but keep in mind that I just read it once and that there are a lot of things that you will learn, which maybe I didn't notice or maybe I just didn't comprehend. I really don't want to ramble about how great this book is because that's boring. Um, So instead, I'm just going to tell you what I've learned and then I will read out some of my favorite quotes from it. So the first thing that I think I've learned from this book is that I'm often under the control of my emotions and it should be the other way around. I should control how I feel and and I should control how my emotions influence me. So for example, I was getting my blood work done this week and there were a lot of patients. So I had to wait for about an hour and I had uh, other things to do, you know, usually I would get extremely annoyed because I hate waiting and I hate wasting my time. But this week I decided that, you know what, I don't want to let my emotions influence me because, you know, I read this book and I I wanted to not only just think how the concepts are great, but actually um, put them into work and, and actually take some action. So I just decided to kind of not meditate, but I was sitting in the waiting room and trying to focus on my breath. And I just thought that it's completely not worth it to get annoyed and get angry because, you know, I cannot I cannot change anything. You know, it's not something that's under my control, how many patients come and I'm not going to come back home and do it another way because that would be just stupid. So I decided to just sit and try to focus on my breath and feel the anger because usually when we actually let ourselves feel the anger and focus on how the anger feels in your body, in your chest, in your mind, whatever, when we truly notice and be aware of that we are angry, it usually passes after a couple of minutes um, when we try to suppress it and forget about it. That's usually when the anger sticks with us for the rest of the day so I just sit there I focused on how the anger feels and and quickly enough it all passed away and it was my turn and I went home and everything was great so the first thing that I've learned from this book which is that I am in control I'm truly am in control of my emotions and I am like water in the way that I can be wrath and I can be dangerous and I can also be very gentle and good and I have these two natures which are useful in in different situations but the thing is I decide which part of me is me at which time. The second thing I've learned from this book is that striving for money and success is not the right thing to be optimizing for and I know it's such a cliche at this point but it is something that we don't talk about enough. I mean we have this hustle culture and I am also a victim of it. So I'm not going to say that I'm not a part of it because I am and I'm trying to be more productive and I'm trying to 
you know, grow this podcast and grow it so it can be a business, a source of income and all these kind of things. And I'm also striving for money and success. But the thing is, it is really not something we should be optimizing for because then we can get lost in why are we actually doing something. So with this podcast, you know, I really want to help people and I want to also use this podcast as a chance to meet other people who inspire me and interview them as well. So if I optimize for that, those are the things I'm going to focus on and it's going to be my biggest goal for the podcast and everything is going to be great if I optimize for that. But if I optimized for growing this podcast, if I optimized for getting lots of listeners and lots of money from it, then I will use, you know, these scummy ways of, you know, getting people to listen to the podcast or I will, I don't know, pay, (laughs) I could, you know, probably pay for, you know, some kind of robot listeners. I don't know. Um, But I'm sure there are so many ways you can kind of make your way into getting lots of money and listeners but the thing is I don't want to be optimizing for that because if if you're optimizing for that you're gonna get it but there's a big chance that you're gonna lose at all of your values as you just focus on growing and as you just focus on money um so I'm gonna read out the quote that I love uh, from Tao Te Ching about it it's from the chapter true freedom and it says which is better, fame or integrity? Which is more valuable, riches or good character? Which is more dangerous, failure or success? Overindulgence creates waste. Hoarding invites loss. The man who is content with what he has is not in danger of loss. The man who knows when to stop is free to go on. Making sure that your value and your self-worth and your happiness is not tied to your success or your money is something that makes you truly free. That's why the title is, you know, True Freedom. And the author also says that the way of the Tao is simple. Stop striving and defeat the desire. In the absence of striving, there's peace. In the absence of desire, there's satisfaction. So... That's something that I don't think a lot about, that satisfaction doesn't necessarily have to come from success, but it also can come from the absence of desire. So if you don't need to have big riches, big cars and big houses, you will be satisfied. And I've read somewhere that there are two ways to be rich. Either you accumulate so many things and you you possess a lot of things, but also there's another way to be rich, which is not to desire a lot of things. So that's like the second biggest lesson that I need to learn uh, because, you know, with um, growing this podcast and with having a lot of goals that I have, I'm a very goal-oriented person. I have to make sure that I have goals, but there are goals that work for me and I'm optimizing for the right things. And to all the people who are just starting, I don't know, their business or just growing or that they have big goals. The author also has a piece of advice to all of you. Um, and it's titled Small Beginnings. Avoid striving and practice non-doing. Learn to taste the tasteless, to grow the small things and to multiply 
the few. Respond to hatred with kindness. Resolve difficulties while they are easy. And manage great things while they are small. All the world's problems arise from slight causes. And all great achievements have small beginnings. The wise stay out of great affairs and so establish their greatness. Many things that appear easy are full of difficulties. This is why the wise consider everything difficult, so in the end, they have no difficulties. I think my favorite part of this chapter was learn to taste the tasteless, because sometimes there will be no progress, and there is a a point when you hit plateau, and you will not improve, and it will feel right, tasteless, and it's with everything, everything that you learn. It's the case when you start running, it's the case when you start, you know, growing an audience, it's this thing when you start, I don't know, painting. At some point, there's always this plateau when it just seems tasteless, but you have to learn how to taste the tasteless and, and enjoy just the pure activity of doing that thing and to appreciate that you have hands with which you can express yourself on a canvas and you have a mouth with which you can talk to others and the tasteless is actually it has so much flavor and I love this stuff I that's what I was saying this author is the book is just filled with so much wisdom And it's kind of hard to comprehend all of it at the first time that you are reading this book. So, yeah, um, I don't know if I said this before, but I really recommend each and everyone uh, to get this book because it's something worth reading through your life every couple of months or so. Just flip through because the chapters are really, really short and the book is just filled with so much wisdom. Okay, uh, so the next thing that I've learned from this book is that moderation is necessary in everything we do. And again, um, you know, yin-yang and balance is something which is really tied to the whole principle of Taoism and, and Buddhism. But again, we sometimes forget about that. Um, the chapter that I'm talking about is titled Avoid Extremes and it says... Flattery and disgrace are both to be feared, just as overeating and starvation are both harmful to the body. Flattery is fattening to the spirit. Disgrace is emaciating. Overconcern is just as harmful as disregard. Treat yourself well, but don't pamper yourself excessively. If rulers treat the people in the same way, neither too soft nor too hard, they are worthy to be trusted with authority. And again, this is something that I think I know, but then I completely forget about it. Again, just as flattery and striving for success can be good, it can be also fattening to the spirit. Just as disgrace is like starvation to the spirit, then we are not nourishing it as much as we should. And finding the balance in being humble and staying modest because, you know, sometimes I just focus on the practice of self-love and confidence. And if I do it too much, it results in me being just selfish and feeling like I'm the most important person in the whole world. And I should focus on, you know, me and um, growing the relationship with myself, which is important. But again, 
everything with moderation and sometimes it just results in procrastination because I want to you know do some self-love and rest a bit and it results in me just feeling like I should rest when actually I have some work to do and and it's another way in which moderation is necessary again practice self-love and practice being good to yourself but then remember that it can be fattening to the spirit the author also says that it is unnatural to walk on tiptoe try to elevate yourself above others and you will soon fall those who display themselves do not shine those who inflate themselves do not grow those who assert themselves do not gain merit the relation of these things self-display self-inflation and self-assertion to the tower is the same as fat to lean meat they are unhealthy excess fit to be trimmed off and discarded the tower is not in them another thing that i've learned is that there is goodness and love in each and every one of us and if people are angry and mad and rude it's either because they're scared or they want to be loved and i am very bad in that way that i put people into boxes um i sometimes if somebody is rude to me or if i think that they're rude to me i just put them into the category of bad people so i think very black and white which is not a good thing and I tend to give people these judgments with which I just sometimes stay and I don't give people second chances. And this is bad. And I'm going to, again, read a chapter of Tao Te Ching, which talks about that. It is titled Impartiality. The earth and the stars do not take sides. They are impartial. They regard all individuals as insignificant, as though they were playthings made of straw. The wise are also impartial. To them, all the people are equal and alike. And the wise, trusting in goodness, see the potential in others. Treating no one as outcasts, trusting in goodness, they redeem all things. Nothing is worthless to them. They recognize hidden value. The wise take the lost under their wings. And so they become newfound treasures of the wise. Each is valuable to the other. This is the significance of spirituality. So again, um, what I've learned is that I should be more impartial. I should not be in complete awe of people and put them on a pedestal. But again, I should not be completely disregarding some uh, some people and not giving them a second chance because just because I felt that maybe they weren't nice enough to me so in that way i should treat people more equally which is once again for the i don't know which time on this during this episode i said that but these are all the things that we think we know but when we go through life we forget about these basic things that are the truths that like holy holy truths there are a lot of things amazing lessons in that book but i don't have enough time to talk about them all so the last thing that i'm going to talk about today is that to understand others and understand how the world works first i need to understand what's going on inside of me the chapter that i'm talking about here is called explore within 
Without going abroad, you can have the knowledge of the world. Without gazing at the stars, you can perceive the heavenly tall. The more you wander, the less you know. The wise explore without traveling, discern without seeing, fish without striving, and arrive at their destination without leaving home. If I want to understand why people act a certain way, why they get angry or why they want to achieve their dreams, if I want to understand the cultures and why the people in the other parts of the world do different things, first I have to learn how my own body and my own mind works, what are the traps of my mind and what habits I create because of different reasons. I have to understand, I have to be aware of the feelings that come up. I have to understand how different rituals affect my routine, my body, my well-being. All of the things that you can learn through meditation of, or just being aware, you have to learn them first. If you want to understand the big concept, just like freaking world economics, like if you want to understand how the world works and why we do the things we do, it's first incredibly important for us to understand why we do certain things why we cry and why we laugh and I know it might sound cheesy but it's something so so necessary to be self-aware like you are a best friend to yourself who knows you as much as it is possible There are many more incredible lessons in this book, but I'm going to end it here. And these are some of the insights from Tao Te Ching, but I highly, highly recommend getting the book because it is extremely, extremely cheap. And this is one of the books that you really want to come back to every once in a while, because when we read this wisdom, it seems obvious to us like, yeah, money is not the most important thing, duh. But then we forget about it once we just come back to our daily hustle. So buy a physical copy or a digital copy for yourself and flip through it every couple of months because I'm sure each time you will do so, you will learn something new. And I really just read out a few of uh, these chapters and there are so many amazing things that author talks about paradoxical truths and um, (laughs) even he says he talks about law and he says we should avoid going to the court and there's so many amazing things that if you think that this book has 2500 years it really is incredible that we are really not that different in comparison to how the society looked like those, you know, 2,000 plus years ago, which blows my mind, really does. Maybe it's just China because, well, ancient China is a completely different just vibe. <laughs> but yeah, I just think it's so incredible that we are actually very similar to what we were um, those 2000 years ago which I don't know if it's good or if it's bad because maybe we are just not growing and we are not improving ourselves as a society but that's not for me to judge for sure um I feel like this whole episode was a 
just big inside of the week. So I'm just going to keep my inside of the week short. And I will talk about a concept that I've learned somewhere online. Um, someone said that that we overestimate how much we can do in a day and underestimate how much we can do in a year. And that is something very true to me because, you know, I have these to-do lists of stuff that I have to do in a day and there's just so many points of what I have to do. And it can be a lot and it can be intimidating and uh, I can get lost sometimes in all the things that I have to do. But when I think about my goals, my yearly goals or even monthly goals, I forget about what I am capable of. So, you know, in a day we have so many things that we think we can do, but there are not a lot of people who say, you know, yeah, I can run a marathon a year from now or I can start a podcast or I can start a own, my own company. And I guess the really short insight that I have for today is that we should trust ourselves more when it comes to looking at the long-term goals and appreciating ourselves and trusting that our future self will also be a hard worker or will also be a person who is capable. Um, so don't be afraid to have these big long-term goals and also don't uh, put too much on yourself just when it comes to you know the daily tasks because we can um, get overworked and burn out really quickly and if we want to achieve these long-term goals it is incredibly incredibly important to not not to burn out like you know with injuries in sport you want to um, work out as much as you can but not to the point when you have injuries that's uh, my insight of this week it's a very short one and I hope um, you find it interesting and thank you so much for listening to this book discussion episode i would recommend this book to everyone but especially to people who manage an other group of people because it was written for a king um i think so maybe you know the, the legend says that but we will never know for sure but i think this book is great for people who are politicians or judges or i don't know ceos uh, because um there a lot of chapters are about how to be a good ruler or a good manager of um, a group of people. So if you have some sort of power, I think this book will be an even more interesting read to you as well. Okay, I'm gonna go now and I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will speak to you in the next one. is written, edited and produced by Julia Spohr. If you want to learn more, visit our website attached in the show notes or visit our Instagram page that you will also find in the show notes. There are a couple of ways with which you can support us. First one is just tell your friends about the show and tell them that you like it. You can also post it on your social media platforms if that's something that you would prefer and another way is to subscribe to the show and leave a review because it helps the algorithm and it helps other people find the podcast as well 
thank you so much for all of the things you do for the show and i will speak to you very very soon